So um, Friday, we had Allie Miller on because we were talking about uh, the unofficial spokesman for Pima County. That's Bud Foster, Tucson News Now. Did a story about how it's a good idea, literally. It's like he just was told what to say by Chuck Huckleberry and people of Pima County. Um, it's a good idea that we get a, a first-ever sales tax in Pima County because that's what's going to be used to pay for the roads. And we need that. And, we, you know, for too many years, we've had foreigners and tourists driving on the roads ruining them, and they don't pay into it. And now they can. Now they can. They'll, yes, they will. They will pay for the roads that way. This is going to, and by the way, he also said he's tried to scare you. This is Bud Foster. He said, you know, it's actually going to be cheaper for you to pay the tax average hundred bucks a year versus the 500 and so dollars is what it costs to fix your car every year from the, the potholes. Really? And like just magic, they're all going to get fixed like that. Not going to be damage to your car. I mean, come on. Uh, so to react to that, Supervisor Steve Christie. Steve, how you doing, man? Good morning. I'm doing. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Garrett. Sure. So do we need the first ever sales tax in Pima County to pay for the roads to be fixed? Well, first of all, the, the uh, issue that I think is most important is who is going to be handling and collecting that tax if it should be approved and uh, how it's going to be administrated and by who. Uh, in Friday's interview, one thing was glaringly omitted hmm. in the whole discussion and that is in, in every plan that is coming forward, and there's two of them that are kind of working side by side, it is not Pima County that will, would be administering the tax. It is not Pima County that will be administering a road repair plan. Uh, people do not have faith and trust in Pima County being able to collect the tax when they say it's going to go for roads and have that tax revenue actually go for roads. So the, the foundation, the instrumental uh, element that is so essential in any road plan is the fact that the monies will be collected by the Regional Transportation Authority and the road repair plan will be administered by the Regional uh, Transpo- Transportation Authority. Okay, hang on one second. Not, hang on one second. So that's, but you know, part of the RTA, the board, Ramon Valadez, is part of the Pima County Board of Supervisors. He sits on it. Satish Hiremath, the mayor of Oro Valley, who made one of the biggest boneheaded purchases of all time in that golf course that loses millions of dollars every year that taxpayers have to pay for is on it. Jonathan Rothschild, who can't get the roads right here in Tucson as they go broke, they don't have enough money to pay cops. He's on it. Uh, you have uh, you have uh, the you know chair people from the uh, the tribes on it. I mean, just because it's the RTA doesn't mean it's going to be handled well. Well, I disagree with you because the RTA has been in existence. Since 2006, it was voter-approved that long ago for its, its uh, initial mission, which was for road improvements and enhanced mobility. And they've got a, a proven track record that is universally accepted as, a, as a, a successful track record of over 800 to 1,000 different projects throughout Pima County that have enhanced mobility and have made uh, traffic congestion reduced. And they vary from things like the intersection widenings that we see throughout Pima County, the bus pullouts, the Grant Road widening, the Houghton Road corridor widening, the Tank of Verde widening, the bridge over uh, the Pantano Wash at, at, at Colb and Sabino Canyon. These are examples of how effective and how on time and under budget over 11 to 12 years now, the RTA has uh, provided the county 
and the, and the inhabitants of the county with increased mobility and expanded road capacity. Let me ask you so, this then real quick. Why Is it possible that the RTA can take over all of the road repair for Pima County? Just get rid of the whole Pima County Department of Transportation, save taxpayers a lot of money? Absolutely they can. And the issue, again, is when they can do, when the RTA can oversee and conduct something as, uh, as vital as well as detailed and intricate and sensitive as, let's say, the Twin Peaks traffic interchange out in Marana, uh, they certainly uh, can can do something to fix our roads as far as potholes and repaving uh, failed and poor streets. But do you think you can get people to support that? Valadez, Huckleberry, I mean, he, he only listens to the board, but he basically tells the other three what to do, Valadez, uh, Sharon Bronson, and uh, Dick Elias. So do you, think, well, do you think that they would actually relinquish all of the money that they get to pay a whole bunch of people to work for Pima County? That is the, uh, the, the pure essence of both of the plans that are now in effect, that the administration of the road repair plan and the collection and uh, disbursement of the revenues from a road repair tax would go to the Regional Transportation Authority, the Pima Association of Government. And yes, they, would be, they are, have stated publicly for the record, that they are more than willing to allow all of that tax revenue and all of those projects to be handled and administered by the Regional Transportation Authority. This wasn't brought up Friday, and this is the whole issue, that Pima County who and those people that you just mentioned will have nothing to do, nothing to do with collecting that tax or dispersing that tax or administering a road repair plan. It goes strictly and solely to the Regional Transportation Authority. And if you ask those people that you just mentioned, as well as you forgot, Mayor Ed Honey of Marana, who's yes. also, I think he's the longest-serving uh, member of that RTA board, and, and I served as chairman of that board for five years. I can tell you that they would not agree with you that uh, they are being influenced or bought off or, uh, or coerced by Chuck Huckleberry. This is an independent organization made up of all the jurisdictions throughout Pima County whose sole mission is to administrate and plan for road enhancement issues, and hopefully, if things work out, a road repair plan that is independently administered away from Pima County, away from those folks that you just mentioned, and this is the most effective, transparent, and efficient way to do it. Well, okay, and by the way, this is uh, Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, I think the big elephant in the room, Steve, is the fact that I'm a Pima County taxpayer. Um, There is no way that I think that you guys need more of our money, more of my money, because there is too much money wasted, squandered. Uh, the Pima County Department of Transportation is too big. The money that's the, the, that the county gets from her funds, very little of it is actually used to fix the roads. So as a taxpayer, why should I say, sure, make a new tax when you can't even use the taxpayer money that you collect right now uh, the right way? Well, that that's obviously the foundation of why the RTA needs to administrate it because it will go to roads. Uh, but, but then, what about you? You understand though that like the problem that you know again, it's like oh. so you want me to pay even more money. So, so what happens to the money that's being wasted right now? This is my freaking money. It's your money. It's our money. What the hell's going on? Well, the issue that we have that has been in place now for over two decades is the the reality of the situation. The majority of the board are the ones that set the policy and uh, support the programs set forth by the county administrator, 
and uh, they have been in, in power controlling that board for all these years. So there really is no way to change that priority of spending unless there's a complete change of the board of supervisors. And the earliest that can happen is not till 2020. And in the meantime, our roads continue to become more and more decrepit and fall apart and more expensive to repair. So the point you're making is, yeah, let's keep pointing out the, the misspending and let's, let's uh, shine that spotlight on the priorities of, of what we need to be spending our money on in Pima County. Uh, that's a great thing, but uh, I got to tell you, how's that been working for us? For yeah, the but I mean, that's the thing years. is that nobody wants to keep throwing money away, and, and you know, you say it's not, it's going to not make a dent. You know, what is what is it going to make the, the sales tax? How many millions of dollars a year? Ten? Fifteen? No. Twenty? No, 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 no. No, the, the, well, that's the, property the tax. current plan. Yes. The current plan is to enhance uh, the already existing yeah. half-cent RTA sales tax to a full tax, which is estimated to generate some $800 million a year, mm-hmm. excuse me, 80 to $90 million a year or $800 million over, uh, 10, years. over a 10-year period. So that's, I think you're, you're mistaking the, the uh, property, property tax. tax. Yes. Okay. So $800 million, $80 million bucks a year. That's just more, more taxes that we have to take. Um, now, what I, what I want to know is also is that, all right, you could say that, but then why are we paying for things that make literally no sense? We're paying for the courthouse. We're paying for the soccer fields. And as Ellie Miller said, unless she's wrong, it was a four-to-one vote to continue to mortgage county-owned buildings, taxpayer-owned buildings, to get money to pay for a courthouse and a soccer field that people voted down in a bond a few years ago. You, you supported that. I did. And uh, how that courthouse renovation uh, plan got uh, initiated... Uh, that train left the station long before I got on the Board of Supervisors. I would assume that it was discussed and presented by the then board, um, uh, but I was elected to the Board of Supervisors after all of that happened, and uh, perhaps Supervisor Miller would, would know best because she's been there that long and she should be able to know how the, that whole uh, scenario started. But what we're facing with and what I felt is the most important issue that is facing us is that after all this work on the on the courthouse, that we have to turn that courthouse into a cash revenue producing entity, and that's what we approved four to one last week. It was to approve the leases of the tenants that are going to produce this money and generate this revenue in the courthouse. So you pretty, uh, so you guys approved lending money to the U of A that they're eventually going to pay back. But why did you have to lend money to the U of A to begin with? They have hundreds of millions of dollars. They are, they are going to be paying for all of the, the uh, tenant improvements and the cost of the exhibits to the tune of $10 million. The U of A will be paying for that. Uh, but you guys lent the them the money, other, ahead, but, but they got the money ahead of time, right? Well, there, there is what they call the uh, certificates of participation yeah, yeah. To, uh, to, to prime the pump on this thing. But the University of Arizona is paying that back. And with interest. Yeah, but, I mean, but why? why in the, I mean, shouldn't that money be used to fix roads? I mean, you can go through a gazillion things and, and find $300 million in like in probably about 20 minutes in the budget and in other things to fix the roads. No? Yeah. Yes, you can. So then that, and, that, then this, uh, this is why it's like, okay, but, so you, you just gave up the fight. You just, you just gave up. You said, you know, that's it. It's all right. We're going to continue to pay for Chuck to, to get his soccer fields do the courthouse, all these, all these things that literally make no sense. You just threw in the towel. 
No, that well, that's that's the, the situation at hand. What we have to deal with is, you know, again, we have to keep our priorities straight. But you've got a three to two uh, majority on that board, and that has not changed, and that has not even bent the will of the board at all to change its priorities. So should you how, should how's you that, yeah, how but, has that approach been working for? Yeah, but so the then what? Is it a better approach then to just bend and go to what they want? No, the the best the best approach is to fix our roads, and that's the approach I want to take. the The evidence that is gathering in Pima County, and it's significant through polls and other samplings of, of uh, residents that live in Pima County, is that they are willing to pay more in taxes to make sure that that money that is generated by that tax goes to fixing the roads. That is the number one priority. There hasn't been one square inch of roads fixed, at least in the last five and a half years. So that approach is not working. Okay, I want to pick it up. Can you, can, you, can you hang on for me for just one? i got to take a quick time out. Can you hang on for me just a couple of minutes? I have some more questions. Sure. Is that okay? Thanks. All right, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie's on KNST AM 790. I have a few more questions uh, for him about this, and uh, I want to thank him because he is calling uh, while on the road for the holidays. We'll continue coming up in 5, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie. Steve, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate it. You bet. Okay. Um, so let me just ask you this. All right. On Allie Miller's website, AllieMillerDistrict1.com, she had a challenge, 30 days to find a billion dollars to fix the roads. She found 30 different items that could add up to $1.1 billion, over $1.1 billion. And I guess this is the problem. One, can you guys do more? Can anything be done? To bring more attention, I think that's what it is. Instead of spending more taxpayer dollars, can it be exposed that the supervisors and Huckleberry need to do more? And two, when it came to the things that you voted for, you voted four to one. Uh, Ali was a lone vote against it in funding the soccer fields from uh, for, uh, to be built and funding the courthouse. The taxpayers explicitly voted no on those things. Shouldn't you have done what the taxpayers wanted? Well, first of all, I did not vote in favor of the soccer field. That was uh, that was a three to two vote, uh, and that that still there's a, a lot coming up on that too that um, I, I will not be supporting. Okay. Um, then the courthouse. The courthouse was voted down for you know the, in the in the bonds the and courthouse. You, yeah. The courthouse. I feel at this particular point because it was uh, as I said something that was started uh, some years ago to renovate it. What we're faced right with with right now is is we've got this property with these renovations, and we've got an investment in it, and we need to turn that courthouse into a cash revenue-producing entity. How does, it, how, are, how does it? How does it make? How does a courthouse, you know, become a okay, cash revenue generator? Well, well, let me let me explain a couple of things. First of all, we've talked about what the university is going to do with their gem and mineral show, uh, and what they're going to be spending uh, and paying for, including the tenant improvements and the cost of the exhibits. We've also know that the uh, entity Visit Tucson is going to be removing themselves from their old location and into the new courthouse, paying at or above market rates for that, too. And one of the things, uh, actually a couple of things that were not mentioned Friday that are going to enhance and generate revenue for the courthouse and for Pima County is even as we speak, there is a very prominent uh, developer in town. He's basically an I- iconic pillar of uh, Tucson business community, he is finishing up with the University of Arizona a naming gift of multiple millions of dollars and is collaborating with a foundation to enhance the activities 
and the displays and all of the uh, improvements that are going to take place at the courthouse. That is going to be a huge thing that's coming up any day now. The, set, the second thing we've got working right now that was not mentioned Friday is there is a multi-billion dollar international company called Real Real. And Real Real has already committed uh, up to $2 million to utilize the second floor of the courthouse to uh, create a chair of gemology. And what they do is they verify valuable items, everything from gems, diamonds, gold, to artwork, to furs, to all of these things. And they have committed already $2 million. And I've heard from the foundation collaborator that they're going to increase that maybe upwards of 8 to $9 million. So we've got all of these things working. And, you know, don't take it for me that these things are going. You need You've always been very fair about bringing in the other side on this, and I would encourage you to ask Bob Logan, who's the, who's the, the College of Science, who knows all about the Gem and Mineral Show. I urge you uh, to contact um, Eric Fritz with the university, who's spearheading the plans with Real Real. I urge you to reach out to Alex Strauss to find out the plans for the foundation's efforts to enhance the courthouse's use. Okay, hang on a second. This is, what, this is my wife. If you can hang on even more, it'd be great. But I have questions really quick. Who the hell came up? And I know you weren't there, but the county, the, the, the voters said no to the courthouse. Who the hell is going to go visit a courthouse to go see this stuff? Nobody's, I, I can't wait to go visit the court. I mean, there are sometimes bad people that are in the courthouse. The last thing that people want to do is go visit a place and bring the family to where people are walking by and getting cuffed or who knows what, and then that, that's a big tourist attraction. Only in Tucson would this make sense. Will you uh, admit, though, that the Tucson Gen, Gen and Mineral Show is perhaps the biggest economic sure. driver? Sure. Why, why, why did they have to have and, it in the and courthouse? Then have, then, and then you have this terrific enhancement of the courthouse, all centered around Gem and Minerals and tourism and attractions, you but, think that these tens, uh, tens of thousands of visitors that come to the Gem and Mineral, do you think maybe they might just have an interest in visiting that courthouse to see those displays? Why at a courthouse, though? I mean, we have dozens of empty buildings around. <laughs> why a courthouse? I, we, we have dozens of empty buildings around. Why a courthouse? Well, the, the repurposing for it is perfect for these types of exhibits. And you've got to admit, it, it must be uh, some sort of an attraction for the courthouse Otherwise, these entities would not be committing millions and millions of dollars to invest in the courthouse to have it, to inhabit it, and to create these these uh, uh, entities that are going to be generating revenues and payments to Pima County for the use of that space. So the whole thing, the the payment of the courthouse, is really going to be funded by people that are going to basically rent out the floors above the courthouse to pay for it. Basic, basically, yes. And uh, they will be uh, private capital will be coming in with the uh, naming gift. Private capital will be coming in with the real, real investment. I mean, these these are are brand new in, uh, entities that are so um, interested in doing this that they've committed millions and millions of dollars. We're going to be hearing about all of this soon. We didn't hear about it last Friday, but these okay. entities that are coming into the courthouse are huge, and they're going to be spending millions of dollars on that courthouse. Okay, I know you're away, but can you hang on for a few more minutes, put the phone down, get a cup of coffee? I have just a few more questions, if that's okay. I'd love it. I'm here. Okay, thank you. Hang on. Uh, more of Steve Christie coming up. Here's the latest from Fox. Supervisor Steve Christie. Hey, you bet. I just want to clear up, I think, a misimpression you have of the historic courthouse. Yes. That courthouse has not 
house prisoners or courtrooms for decades. I think the last uh, prisoner they had there was John Dillinger. Hmm. That is not a place now that is used or has not been used for decades to have anything to do with the criminal justice system. It was built in 1920, and maybe for uh, 25, 30 years after that, there was uh, jail activity, but not since those days. My wife and I went down there and got our marriage license in 1981. And yeah. there, yeah, that is not, it's not a situation where there's criminals or hardcore thugs or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and I got you. I mean, Ryan and I were talking. Ryan's like, I think I got my marriage license from there. But here's the thing again. Okay, so you have that. Um, the county is now basically hoping that, that we lost spring training, we lost reasons to get people here. I know we have the Gem and Mineral Show. People, you know, flood in here for a couple of weeks a year, right? Um, yeah. You think people are going to literally come to Tucson? We have the best weather in the country. We have great resorts. You think people are literally going to come here because we have a bunch of rocks at a courthouse when the U of A already has an entire... Uh, in one of the science museums they have on campus, they actually already have a whole, uh, a, a whole big, uh, I, I guess, example of the rocks and the gems and all that other stuff. Well, apparently that, that display that you're just referring to on campus is, is far inadequate for the value of that, that display, and that is why they want to move to a better facility with better room and uh, a higher exposure. And, yes, we have tens of thousands of people that come worldwide to the Jetman Mineral Show. It's the biggest economic driver in our community, and we have a, re- a renovated and re- renewed uh, downtown with several hotels. That's been the biggest complaint about the Gemini Mineral Show folks yes. to come is that they can't get any any rooms downtown. We've got, what, three, four hotels going in? Yeah, but there's no so there show. This is this is just a, uh, you know, you go up there and you check out the rocks. I mean, people come here because they want to play golf, and they come here because they want the resorts and the, the nice weather when it's crappy everywhere right. else. But, but, but when people come to the Gemini Mineral Show, they're here for one thing, and that's to either display their own wares and sell them or to see what other people are selling yeah. in the in the Gem and Mineral Show. They are rock hounds. They are enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. They're going to be downtown anyway, visiting our bars and restaurants and staying in our hotels. This will be a perfect venue uh, to bring in those people who have uh, such a deep interest in Gem and Minerals. And the whole the whole venue there, the old courthouse, the historic courthouse, will be a display for that. It it makes a perfect connection with that show and making Tucson. World renowned. I guess, I guess this, yeah, no, I, I got you. I guess what's frustrating, Steve, is that, again, we have one supervisor that literally figured out $1.1 billion that could be reallocated to fixing the roads. And the biggest well, thing people, hang on, hang on, hang on. The yeah, biggest I, thing people complain about are the roads stink. Nobody's like, I wish I had a, a new courthouse that had uh, gem and minerals so people can go see it. They're like, I wish the roads were fixed. And it seems well, that just, nothing, that, nothing is, there's like no keeping the eye on the ball. I mean, if you want something that's going to be economic development, it's going to be roads. People don't want to put businesses in. They don't open businesses because the roads are crappy. And this, this exactly. is what we've got to deal with. And then it's like, you know, I mean, if you voted no, it would have been a good symbol, I, I believe. And what would have been the downfall if you voted no and, and, and somehow the courthouse didn't get the $25 million the taxpayers didn't want to pay for anyway? If I voted no, it would have passed anyway. Anyway, because of the board majority would have voted for yes. it, so it would have been three to two. Yeah. But that's that's besides the point. Going back to your original uh, assertion about the supervisor you're referring to that has created this list of all these uh, misappropriated spending, she's done a great job of of keeping the spotlight on all of these things that could or could not be 
misprioritized and misappropriated monies. And I, I, I applaud her efforts. And I look at that list, I think, wow, that's an impressive list. And at the bottom, what is even more impressive is that dollar amount that she's derived from that list. But after looking at all that, everybody should be asking that supervisor, gee, that's a really impressive list and a really impressive bottom line. So what's your plan to fix the roads and how soon can it start? There is no way to connect what she has done with that list to getting that money down to our roads. And that's why we need to develop our own plan and own revenue source dedicated solely and primarily to fixing our roads. She can find these things till the cows come home, and I, I, I'll support her efforts on that as much as I can, but she's not going to find the money to fix the roads in the budget because the current board is comprised and has been comprised for 20 years so and probably yeah. will be after that. So, so is there anything you guys can do to call more attention to it, or is it just me that lets you guys talk, and everybody, the rest of the board's welcome to talk, but you get guys like Bud Foster who only do basically press releases for, well, I you know, is, for, for the all county? I can, I, I, all I can say is, is that uh, that approach with, with putting out that list, it's a, it's a good approach because it keeps the, those issues at the forefront. But how's that been working, working for us fixing the roads? Since that list has been derived and that bottom line has been calculated, not one square inch of roads have been repaired or fixed in Pima County. It's doing no good. That's why we need to center on our own local plan, either through the state or through the Pima County Board of Supervisors, to make sure that our roads get fixed. That's the most important thing. I guess what, and, and yeah. just, not, not to go around in circles, but I guess, you know, I'm speaking for my audience and a lot of listeners in that, okay. We get it. Allie points this out, and you have a you know three people that just don't want to use their brains, or if maybe they don't have a brain, who knows? And you have Huckleberry, who who continues to bloat government like there's no tomorrow. Um, they keep getting away with it, and now, Steve, you're asking us to pay even more in tax. And it's like, when does it ever end? And, and again, the people are saying, we voted against these things, yet apparently our vote doesn't matter because... Chuck Huckleberry and his little cronies over there, they said, screw you, voters. We're flipping you the bird. We're going to do it anyway. Well, we can take that approach, and it's a valid one to take, but it does nothing to fix our roads. And I Mm. believe, and I've always stated, that the most important issue we have in Pima County is one thing and one thing only, and that's to just fix the roads. And that approach is not working. It hasn't done anything to fix our roads, and it hasn't for the last 20 years. And the way the districts uh, for supervisors are derived, I doubt if we will ever get a board majority. Uh, so then, okay, on, I got uh, you. So then, then why didn't you vote against it? Because should the should the county be in the business of fixing up courthouses, or should the county for tourist purposes, or should the county be in the business of fixing roads? The county has invested obviously a lot of money in that courthouse, and it's time that the taxpayers got that money back. And the only way to do that is to lease the spaces that are, are in process of being leased right now to create revenue to pay back that investment, and then some, along with all of the other developments of the naming rights, the real, real corporation, and all of the other entities that want to be in that courthouse and are willing to pay millions to do so. Okay, and wait, wait real quick, and I got you on that, and I don't mean to cut you off, I'm just running short on time. So again, what's frustrating is that the U of A tuition goes up, 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 up. I talk about all these crazy things going on at the U of A. And you can't control that, but the U of A has an endowment, and they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Why should the taxpayers have to give out a loan to the U of A so they could be in 
part of the, uh, and they don't think they should even spend money. They should just lower tuition instead of paying the county back with interest to have a bunch of rocks on on display. But why should the taxpayers front the U of A money when they have more money than all of us? Well, I think that that's a, a great uh, analogy to draw, and I can't give you an answer on that other than the fact that there, the U of A is spending $10 million in that courthouse and then some, not only to pay back the investment, but to pay their own tenant improvements and to expand the whole venue of uh, a major issue in, in Pima County, which is our Jevon Mineral Show. That, that's the, that's the, I think the issue is we've got to get that courthouse generating revenue to make up for whatever was put into it to renovate it. Okay. Steve, man, I appreciate the time. I hope you have a happy Easter. When you get back into town, maybe the next couple of weeks we'll get uh, some, some more talk about this, all right? I would like that very much. I appreciate the opportunity to come on your show. You got it. Take care. Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor. You can comment coming up on KNST.